Welcome, listeners, to my voice in your ears. I'm joined today by Milo Eastwood and Jess Rapiro on Hit Different, Different, Different. Doing our first ever music market, kind of in this sort of, I wouldn't say we're in a basement, we're in a nook and or cranny out the back of music market. It's very exciting. I'm, I'm pumped. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about Viagogo, the scourge of the modern ticketing industry. Uh, they've had a $7 million punishment, not really enough. Milo's going to be chatting about the new Kid Leroy meal, and we're coming up with some fun Jess Ribeiro meals, and Mikey Carl, Milo Eastwood meals, and then all of a sudden, we're going to be discussing Jess Ribeiro's career. Welcome, my friends, to Hit Different. Jess Ribeiro, how are you? Mikey, I'm so happy to see you. I'm so happy to be here in this strange generator. <laughs> it's, fucking it's like weird. we're in a we're in like some kind of I don't know where the hell we are. This is so bizarre. People holding guns to our head. That's a vibe right now. It's like okay. RTP. Do the dance. Do the dance for the podcast. Uh, Milo, how are you this morning? Doing excellently. Groovy. It's wonderful to be just upstairs from my place of work. Yeah. Yeah. And you've slicked your hair back. Well, you're wearing a gold chain. You look so beautiful chain. in all of your trying jewelry. a new new look, you know, go on the all black gold chain. It's the it's the uh it's the Melbourne uniform for winter. I don't Is know it? if you guys got the memo. The gold Didn't chain. get the memo. Didn't yeah. know they did memos anymore. Okay. Didn't get the email. Didn't get the text. Uh, what did I get? I got a knee operation two weeks ago and it's not going well. Oh okay. My just God, like you did... look so haggard and weak. I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> haggard and weak at your service. Friends, talking today about Viagogo, the absolute sea bombs of the world, have copped a $7 million fine, which is good. It's I say it's a start. This is from the NME story. Ticket resale company Viagogo will be required to pay a $7 million penalty for misleading Australian consumers after an appeal against a previous judgment was thrown out. So they appealed it, the pricks, the absolute, the, you know, I can't believe they would appeal it. A representative from Viagogo says, since argued that the website had changed their practices significantly in the past five years, saying the ruling does not reflect the company's current ticketing platform. I just think this is absolute bullshit. It is bullshit. All the many changes that are made to provide greater transparency for our customers. Five days ago at Eurovision, the finals, people turned up on the door and were turned away because duplicate tickets have been sold to the Eurovision final. So they're still breaking people's hearts. There's a whole uh, Victims of Via Go-Go Facebook page, which I'm on, which I sort of keep in contact with because um, I've done some stories about it in the past. We've got some opinion from Brett Oten, who was on our show last week, Jess Ribeiro. Um, what do you know much about Via Gogo? I know nothing about Via Gogo. So, which means perhaps it hasn't affected your. I have been online before to try and purchase tickets for mm. big acts and mm-hmm. been taken to strange places where it's like, do these tickets really exist? Mm. Um, is that so? But yeah, that, I just don't. I don't understand. That would understand probably be the Via Gogo experience, right. and then there's a, there's a like a timer saying you need to purchase this in the next three minutes, yes, yes. T- creating urgency, which is what a lot of ticket places dogs. do. Yeah, absolutely. How dogs. do they exist? Uh, because they pay Google a lot of money. So yes, and right. also because there's uh, gullible people out there on the internet who don't understand the difference between fake and real. And to be honest, as time goes forward, it's becoming blurrier and blurrier, the difference between fake and real online. I mean, that's a whole different discussion with a whole bunch of other things as well. Some but deep fake action as well. Yeah. yeah. Via Gogo is certainly in the mix with the deep fake action. Yep. Um, they're the original deep fake cunts. <laughs> 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 that needs a bit of work there, but I'm in a good area. Yes, so, in the, so in the past, you'd 
buy fake tickets outside of a concert, whereas now you can buy them online. If you bought them out, you physically hold them, you know, from a ticket tower. I mean, when I used to live in London, it'd be like, buy no selling, buy no selling, go to Queens of the Stone Age gig, and like out the front, it'd be like, all right, 20 quid, 20 quid, 20 quid. And then closer to the concert, it would go up to 50 quid, and then this concert beginning would go down to 10 quid. Like these guys had a whole system, but you would get a ticket and you would go in. Right. And you, and you would be ma- making eye contact with the guy, like, you better not fuck me over yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. And then you'd go. Whereas with this, they're selling up to four or five of the same ticket. Yes. Duplicate, duplicate, duplicate. Okay. So first in best dress sort of thing. Yeah. And and via Gogo, in a way, they're being taken advantage of. Like they're taking advantage of people, but also people that come along and go, I can make a shitload of money by selling five Ed Sheeran tickets to the one person. Okay. They, they, they target people that, don't, that only go to concerts once a year. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that's that's the, the people. If there's anyone out there listening in our very uh, industry-based uh, demographic <laughs> who buy via GoGo tickets, please don't. Um, Brett Oden, who was on the show last mm-hmm. week, he sort of helped sort of clear a few things up for me this week. He's like, why did Google not ban them? He says, if via GoGo keeps paying the most to buy the ad search results, they'll keep getting at the top. So they're just throwing money at Google and Google are kind of going, ah, well, what are you going to do? I think that all platforms take money from businesses that I think, sorry, I think that all the platforms take money from businesses that I think are questionable. Each of them draws the line at banning businesses differently. Maybe via GoGo is... is bad but not as bad as other businesses they have banned google is an advertising business it's bad business for google to ban advertisers and they won't ban advertisers unless they think they have to for a while they they did though for a while they google had removed via gogo and there was like the sixth or the seventh search result have you ever had an experience milo or any of your friends uh, buying via gogo tickets Uh, i feel like it's been relatively common knowledge or at least around in my circles for years that via Mm. gogo uh not real. I mean, I guess that some of them are real, but I th- feel like I've only ever seen bad publicity for this website ever since they started. And maybe because of the circles that I operate in and sort of being involved with music, you know, at least to some level, it's kind of common knowledge that, you know, don't mess with these these operators. But um, yeah, I just feel for the people who aren't necessarily in the loop with it and they see, you know, it's, it's usually like the big pop star tickets as well, like those types of things that sell out really, really, really quickly. And there are like parents out there who like promise their kids tickets to the Billie Eilish concert and then they didn't get them. And so what are they going to do? They're going to do everything they can to, you know, get their son or daughter along to the Billie Eilish concert because it's, you know, it's important. Those formative concerts are important for kids. I remember those concerts for myself and like those big arena spectaculars as a, you know, early teen and you want that for your kids. And I feel like they're the people that get hit the hardest. And ultimately you're kind of scamming children by doing this you are. as well. You're which... ruining dreams and you're causing friction in families after <sighs> two years of being in lockdowns and everything else. You, Everyone's looking forward to this kind of thing. Just keep 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 the bad publicity going, I feel, and like eventually the word will get out. Um, for Viagogo to say they're changing their ways, it's very much like the scorpion and the frog. Do you know this fable of the scorpion and the frog? Tell us. Okay. So it's it's very good. And it was told to okay, – I'll, I'll set it up. So it, this was told at the – to this awful, awful editor who I won't name, but I actually heard him on video. Anyway, he was in this meeting with the AFL. And the AFL was like – he was trying to get money on the AFL. And, he was, duh, 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 duh. and he's like really, you know – um, thrusting his chest out kind of thing. And then the, the AFL executive said, I was going to say his name. <laughs> Do you know the tale of the scorpion and the frog? And he said, no. A scorpion and a frog meet on the bank of a babbling stream. It's too treacherous to cross. So the scorpion nicely asked the frog to carry him across on its back. This makes the frog a little suspicious. It asks, how do I know you won't sting me? The scorpion says, because if I do, I will die too. That sound reasoning relaxes the frog's nerves, so he allows the scorpion to climb aboard and they shove off across the flowing water. They get halfway across the stream 
and the scorpion stings the frog directly in the middle of his back. The frog feels the onset of the scorpion's poison and starts to sink. He manages one dying breath. Why? And the scorpion replies, it's my nature. Take that. Yeah. Nice yeah. one. Yeah. Anyway, it's pretty amazing. It's pretty, quite beautiful and uh, melancholy and, and, and telling and all of those things. And I could be a good way to finish up this segment on uh, Viagogo. Music is just such a joyous thing. Why why throw something like this in the mix? And yep. just the people behind it, just, it's, um, yeah, not full of morality, is it? I mm. still don't understand. I just don't understand how this is legal. Yes. How is it legal? Because if someone's Viagogo in their mind, they sell a ticket. So they do have one ticket to sell, yeah, perhaps. So they've got, yeah, so they've got tickets to sell. And then but once you buy that ticket, they add a huge, huge percentage, like some 26%, sometimes 127%, sometimes like they're notorious for adding extra costs on the mm-hmm. top. And that's yeah. how they can pay Google in the end. So that happens. But just the first person to buy that ticket, resell that ticket four or five times. Again, it's because there's Viagogo reselling sites as well. Right. Whereas there's a Melbourne company called Tixel, which resells tickets but does it in they, the technology that they've got baked into their um, their app and, and their sort of the website. Make sure you can only buy that ticket once. Right. And Viagogo aren't bothered with that. They're just happy to keep making money. It's, yeah, I mean. I do not understand how it's legal. No, no, yeah, exactly. And Michael Gadinsky just um, at the Amp Awards, uh, rest in peace, Michael. But about four years ago, when Ed Sheeran's manager Stu was on stage, I literally turned to Michael because I was interviewing Stu. And I was like, "Hey, Michael, can we stop them?" He's like, "We've got to stop them." And he was sort of like, you know, sort of gnashing his teeth, and he wasn't able to stop them. We need to get somebody in, in the, on the inside with that barcode uh, changing technology because that's mm. all it is mm. with Tixel. They have a they have a licensing deal or something like that with all of the different ticketing operators. They have like a backdoor entrance into their website, and they're able to just go through and change the barcode with selling ticket with the uh, resale of tickets. So it's simple stuff, super simple stuff. Mm. Not that say, I can. I would do say it. it's super simple. I would say it's really really difficult, and, and and there's a lot of machinations. But on a very macro level, like surely that's how that's how we sort this thing out. Absolutely. Ah, mm. I feel like we need a lighter subject in just a moment. Milo and Jess and I will be talking <laughs> Dream McDonald's meals. It's going to be fun. Here we go. After a bit of the music. Hey, do you like this podcast? Good, because we like you. 180 Grams, that's another podcast from Mushroom. Some of my best work, also another one that's a ripper. And One Guitar with Alex Gow. Uh, were you on my guitar? No. Where, you, sh- you bloody yeah, should have been. Come on, were you Alex. on some of my best work? Alex, no. Is that? Do you do that one? No, but we can organise Yeah, we should organise that. Jane Rocker. Come on. Yeah. yeah, great. Excellent. That's why we got you in today. Awesome. It's part of the hazing. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> we're the scorpions. Uh, very good. All right. Now, Milo, the Kid Leroy. We love him. The Kid Leroy continues his meteoric rise to the uh, top of the charts and to the uh, top of the pop star rank. Started off as a... Uh, teenage rapper in the suburbs of Sydney and has uh, managed to uh, get his way into the hills of Hollywood and into the charts and onto a massive track with Justin Bieber last year, which truly... Do you you dig it? It's a jam. I heard it for the first time and I went back for a second listen. It does clock in at about two minutes and 15 seconds though, and it's leaving you with one chorus, not enough, which uh, is definitely how they get the streaming numbers up. Yeah, right. Um, (laughs) 
But yeah, he he, continues to blow up and blow up and blow up. And uh, I feel like, uh, yeah, the world is truly paying attention to the Kid Leroy now. Mm. Um, He's just teamed up with McDonald's, Mm -hmm. one of the uh, biggest brands to ever brand um, (laughs) across the world. Uh, I think they're in most countries in the world. Everybody knows the sign of the golden arches in the far distance and uh, what that potentially means. And uh, they have been doing this thing with uh, musicians and just famous people in general where they team up and they get that particular artist or person to present what they order uh, at McDonald's and that basically becomes a meal. So the Kid Leroy is the latest uh, cab off the rank for that and uh, got to say, his uh, order's pretty, may I say, I'm not necessarily a McDonald's aficionado, but I got to say pretty pretty average stuff. It's childish, isn't it? He said, In a good way, in a bad way, Kit going. In a good, yeah, I guess it's like nostalgic. He said he was it was going to divide some fans, which obviously was just the clickbaity headline to get people into the article in the first place. He removed the pickle. That's basically what he's done here. I thought he might have meant he's going to divide some fans on teaming up with a mega brand, on you know, fast food giant like McDonald's. I mean, like, Mikey, you, you've got kids. You know, the kid Roy has a pretty young fan base. Do yeah. your Would children you- eat cheeseburgers? Um, we're a bit, we like Hungry Jacks. We do Hungry Jacks. Oh, My okay. partner loves the vegan, the rebel whopper at Hungry Jacks. Are your children pickled children? Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah, they yeah they are. We just, honestly, for me, it's a treat for them once every fortnight or so. Yeah. Um like a hash brown after swimming on a, on a, on a Thursday, bring over the hash browns. What's in the meal, Melo? Yes, what's in the meal? It's just a uh, cheeseburger with a frozen Coke. No, and, pi- no pickles. And nuggets. Oh, yeah, and Six nuggets. Six nuggets and barbecue sauce. Totally. And fries. And fries. Does it's he all- have fries? <laughs> it's, all, it's all in there. I mean, like, the fries at McDonald's are... They're rated. I Have feel, you seen like. the press photo? Yes. So, What kinda, do you think of the press photo? It's kind of badass. Yeah. Do you did it remind you of uh, Ronald McDonald slash some kind of character out of Hamlet Batman or... film? Yeah, yeah. yeah there's, there's some uh, sort of oh, not malevolence, but yeah, there's definitely sort of a slight sinister badass vibe to it. Yes, it's yeah. A, a darkly lit image of Howard crouching before the change. Charles and Howard. Charlton, very cool good. name actually. Distinctive red. I actually like ever. it. Is that his name? Yeah. Would you would you um, give Milo Eastwood back for Charlton Howard? <laughs> no, no, Milo no, Eastwood's no pretty good. I wouldn't. Yeah, it's dope. I'm pretty blessed yep. with the uh, the name that I was given. But um, so he's left the pickles off the burger. Um, which as a kid I was saying at McDonald's in Fountain Gate, kids would flick the uh, the pickle off and like on the window it was a real yes. thing to do. And even like, I, I enjoyed the pickle, but I'll be like, I oh, better better do what the other cool kids are yeah. doing. And then flick I, it onto the wall. Yeah, yeah. But now I fuck flick with pickles big time. Bin. You need you need yeah. the pickle to get rid of the insane sweetness that is McDonald's. Mm. Um, one thing that I did actually notice, it, just about this on a slightly more um, serious level, is I feel like the previous endorsement for this particular initiative that McDonald's had was Travis Scott. That was the Travis Scott meal, which was a huge viral sensation. And given everything that's been going on with him in the last year, with the Astro World tra- tragedy and all mm. of that, I feel like maybe they're going for a slightly more uh, squeaky clean image and. Uh, uh, the kid Leroy image is pretty squeaky clean. He yes. seems to be like a pretty aspirational teen, doing well for himself, uh, seems to stay out of trouble for the most part. And I feel like McDonald's has uh, found themselves a pretty good uh, brand ambassador, you know, quite young, taking off in the world and uh, probably looking to distract from the previous Travis Scott endorsement. They're trying to be as safe as possible, aren't they? I think, I think <laughs> like, so. A pickle is the, is the controversy. <laughs> Travis Scott meal was a medium Sprite, a quarter pounder with bacon and fries with barbecue sauce. A bona fide phenomenon when it was introduced. It's 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 it's, it's interesting. It's a bit different. Mm. Um, mm. But yeah, smart smart move from McDonald's. 
teaming up with the Kid Leroy. But um, do you think he'll lose fans over this? No, no, no. definitely not. He'll I just gain it's, them. It's his demographic. As, as as short as say five years ago, ten years ago, people would have been like, "Oh, what are you doing, McDonald's?" But now because artists aren't selling records like they did, mm. I mean, his his streams, you know, he, he's doing fine. But at the same time, people just are looking for these endorsements and these opportunities for artists, and we're not turning our nose up at them. As, no as way! Much as, I as can't as wait to get an endorsement with McDonald's. Yeah, <laughs> look forward to that day. What's yeah. in the Jess McRibero? McRibero. <laughs> <laughs> Could be a little bit Portuguese, a little bit Chinese. I'm a little bit Portuguese. I'm a little bit Chinese, a little yeah. bit Aussie. Which Someone was maybe talking to me more about of a Nando's endorsement then. Nando's. Well, <laughs> no, I mean, bring a bit of spice to Macca's. Fair Come enough. on, Fair like enough. you know, diversify, make it a little bit more ethnic. Yep. You know, not so your, white. What would be your your meal? Yeah. What would be my meal? Yeah. Well, I'd have to come up with some kind of uh, you know hear. burger. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's what I'm saying. So it's going to be a little bit it, like, is it going to be you know my my dad's from Hong Kong, so like we're Chinese Portuguese. It's got to have a bit of like Asian macas going on there. I, I don't know, like Coke with um, star anise. Yes. Infused with star anise. Good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What wasn't, about wasn't some dim sums? Wasn't there the uh, the Szechuan sauce that was a big deal? Oh, Szechuan. Yeah, Ago. Right. Really? It's like a, it was like a Rick and Morty thing or something, was but maybe it? maybe we can add that into the mix. Rick and Morty at Macca's? Uh, yeah. There was some episode about a sauce. I actually haven't seen the episode. But oh, it was, but not it's at been, McDonald's. It's been Isabel. memefied. Isabel. So I want to know, so when we go to McDonald's, do you go in there and say, hey, can I have a Kid Leroy meal? Is that what you do? Yep. And that, and how long does it last for? I don't know. I, it'll, it'll be the real kind of thing where they say it's a limited time. And Only for a limited time, oh, teaser. He's a play. Yeah, so let's get all of the Australian artists, McDonald's. He's on. <laughs> Milo's on this one. He's been doing it. He's so good. He's been doing, He's ra- so good. Radio. He's been doing uh, radio. Radio festival. Radio festival all week long. Sign up, pbsfm.org.au. Do it. Get involved. Um, you get a free McDonald's uh, membership. You do not. Uh, <laughs> you absolutely do. <laughs> this is the antithesis, isn't it? But yeah, I think it's. I'm 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 down with this for for Kid Leroy. I think it's it's cool and it just sort of it's going to help his star explode even further worldwide. Because for a long time there, he was big overseas, but kind of ignored here. And I was like, why is the mainstream media ignoring him? And then finally, people started getting around him, realizing, oh, this this kid's got it, and he's an indigenous, he's a First Nations artist as well. Yeah. So know, why did he have to choose such a safe McDonald's meal? Can't he make a special burger for himself? Or like, I think because he's young, I think he wasn't. Honestly, the Travis Scott thing is cast a big shadow over this. So sure. I don't really know Travis Scott. Mm. I know that he's an American rapper, and that's all that I know. So, in a nutshell, he was—he's been—he's uh, kind of incited riots on several occasions at his concerts, oh, and then for his Astro World concert with Tame Impala, we're going to headline, and he headlined, and Drake came out. The cops before Travis Scott, Travis Scott uh, got on stage and said, "Okay." Will this be safe? We are super concerned about this. And Travis Scott and all these people were like, "It's going to be safe. It's going to be fine." And then a lot of people died. It was, <gasps> yeah, yeah, okay. it was it was terrible. Like Drake came on stage, there was a, a wave of bodies. It's it's so uh, it's really 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 oh awful. My. And okay. you know, it should have just gone. Oh, okay, let's bring in the D barrier. Let's make this much much safer. So, yeah. Long story short, brands are staying well clear of Travis Scott yeah. at the moment. Yeah, big time. And P Diddy tried to uncancel Morgan Wallen, who dropped the end bomb after a bender, and also Travis Scott at the Billboard Awards last week and was. 
Um, Randley criticizes one of the worst billboard hosts. He was drunk. He's like freaking his, <laughs> his own vodka brand. <laughs> he's like, yeah, if he did, he's just like crashing the van. He don't give a fuck though. Not at all. Mm. What makes a good brand endorsement for somebody? Because like I'm thinking about, well, one that didn't go so well, but there's also no such thing as bad publicity as a Lil Nas X uh, Nike collaboration where he claimed to have put a little bit of his own blood in every sneaker. In every got, sneaker. In every oh, sneaker that got it. produced to promote his new very uh, satanic single, uh, Montero, Such Call Me By Your yeah. Name, which, I mean, I think it got pulled from the shelves pretty quickly after that little nugget of info tried to make its way onto the internet, but um, blew up, went viral for a good few days yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Yeah, <laughs> no, I think that's perfect. Personalised. S- Snoop Dogg and Menu Log. Jingles catchy as hell. What? I watched the Baker Boy one I'm not that into. I've like Baker Boy's making bank very good. We've talked about them on the podcast before, but I was watching it yesterday. I was just like, nah, come on. I just want to hear some actual Baker Boy. But Snoop's kind of gone beyond. We don't really need new music from Snoop. Oh, I want to see new upcoming artists making bank mm. as much as possible. Yeah. And like, you know, if your if your track ends up in an ad or it ends up in a movie, anybody that uh throws the sellout card out there, just Try making music out there as a independent artist and trying Ooh. to, you know, bring in some coin from it. If you can, if you can lend your track to anything, absolutely go for it. Yeah, absolutely. Can you put me in contact with McDonald's? I reckon you're aiming maybe too high there. I reckon, let, no, no, no. Let's, let's, don't you know my song "In Love with This Place"? Like it's yeah. so like in love <laughs> with this place, McDonald's. <laughs> the arches. People love McDonald's. We'll get to the your environmental music prize nominated song very shortly. I'm not trying to push that, but I just <laughs> thought I'd mention it. I noticed you in the notes here the Bonds Comfy Period Undies partnership featuring G Flip, Georgia Mac, Kira Peru, and lots of others. Yeah, I want to get on that too. Can you guys hook me up? We can hook you up with that. Yeah, yes! we, we know G Flip. She's oh, going to be great. on the show. Georgia Mac is yes. uh, is, is a friend of, of Hit Different as I feel well. Like Bonds have always killed it with their celebrity endorsements. Like mm. I remember, like the Pat Rafter ads back in the day. Yep. Like, yep. that's iconic stuff. Yep, yeah. And it's, it's something about, like, everybody wears undies and, and you know, yeah. we, 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 you do. I mean, most people wear undies. But we need we need that kind of thing. McDonald's is one of those ones where it's it does have that slight – it's not evil because they've removed the hamburger but it's not oh, it's what? not good. Like, have they? How do you Years know ago, these things? Bring the hamburger back. Bring, yeah. the, char- back, bring ham- the characters yeah. back. I think Travis got uh, – <laughs> <laughs> saw the end of that. Like, we're thinking about bringing the- no, nothing negative, nothing negative. Oh, it's amazing. Uh, is there any kind of syncs? Any have you, has your music appeared in films? It's appeared in films and TV TV series. Yeah, uh, that I don't watch. I tried to watch one TV show called Trinkets. I think that's about teenage girls who are addicted to their kleptomaniacs. Okay. And so I thought, cool, I'll have a little watch, and I couldn't watch it. Could you watch your scene with the music? No. No, really? I, I just couldn't off. get there. I was just like, I cannot do this. Really? Yeah, I think uh, there's other shows like Working Mums. I've never seen that. Uh-huh. People seem to enjoy that show, I think. Are you making, okay, money out of this? And you don't have to tell us the number. Like when, when it comes through, you're like, oh, cool, I'm happy to do this. I always say yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I always say yes and that's what, you know, like the McDonald's thing. Yep. You know, you said it's a little bit sinister. It's it's something that, you know, um, as an independent artist mm. who's uh, desperate for cash, mm. um, I'm open to pe- – other people have more integrity than what I do and uh-huh. self-respect, yep. but I'm running out of that. And <laughs> it's, that's so cool. You know, so it's like, yeah, take it on, Maccas, and I won't tell anyone. Yeah, there's a real – Except for you, There's a lot secretly. to be said about, about like – just doing the things and, and not overthinking it. Good example. So my friends, uh, Nick and Katie, who used to manage Gold Class. Yes. You know, Gold Class had a good bars and there's two records out. 
Um, I miss Gold Class. Yeah. I played one of their songs on the radio the other day and yeah, had a man. good old headbang. Yeah, like they actually had a lot of interest and a lot of different people I would speak to be like, have you heard about this band Gold Class? And apparently they didn't want to do, there were so many things they said no to. Yeah. And at the same time, they were managing Jen Cloa. Yeah. Um, and so Jen says yes to everything. Right. And she's easy to work with. Yeah. And Gold Class keeps saying, oh, I don't know, it's bad for us aesthetically. And I love they're that. no longer around. So, But yeah. I love that. I love that people will say no. Yep. You know, I, I don't know it's powerful. Absolutely. I, I think in this instance, they were saying no to things they should have said yes to. Mm. So there's a difference there. Okay. Mm. KFC, yeah. they said no to. They yeah, I can't believe yes. <laughs> client liaison said yes to KFC because of the because of all oh, the, the moist towelettes and KFC. I remember Splendor in the Grass. I don't remember what year. It was the only time I've ever been. I went to see Outcast. The rest of it was called cool too. Uh, the Madden bro- brothers from Good Charlotte yep. get on stage wearing KFC buckets on You're their heads joking. to introduce the next band. I forget what the next band was. But I just no, remember right. back in the day, the Madden brothers were all about like no sellouts, no corporate sponsorship. No. And totally. then here they were. They weren't even playing the festival. What? Chris Rock got up on stage at the MTV Awards. He goes, <clears throat> after they finished, he goes, Good Charlotte, more like mediocre Green Day. Oh, nice. It was very, very good. Hey, coming up in a second, we're going to be talking to Jess Rabira about her life and times, her career, career, career. That's we've arrived at that moment. Thanks for that music. Career. There. Oh my yeah. god. Bam. Nice. Yeah. I've taken so, some notes about my career. Good. I haven't. Um, you've we'll be been, testing you at the end. Yes. You've been on the campaign trail for the Environmental Music Prize, being the person. Have you spoken to Milo on, on Breakfast Bread recently about it? Uh, for your song, I'm in love with with this place. Um, all about McDonald's. <laughs> visiting your local McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> I don't go to McDonald's, by the way. Yeah, very good. Good to clear that up. Um, something you've said about this. Deeply disturbed by the state of our world. I sat by the water and I imag- imagined politicians doing time in nature. Tell us a bit more, yeah, about putting that song together. You look like you're trying not to laugh, Mikey. No, no, no. That's just my, oh, ge- that's my general face. Oh, so the yeah. beautiful smiles. Uh, yeah, the song. Yeah. In love with this place. Well, uh, you know, before COVID, we had bushfires. Yes. I was doing lots of bushfire fundraisers. Yes. And then I went out into the bush and had a spiritual vision of politicians naked, holding hands, walking barefooted on the grass. Mm. Imagine just walking around these it was Scott Morrison and Donald Trump. Donald Trump, yeah. 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 I had this this imagination of Blissing them. out, changing their ways. Yeah, sitting That'd by the nice. creek, the river. Yeah. They were, you know, giving each other little massages, crying, thinking about the this things is, they'd this done. It's interesting you had this so Amanda Palmer, I would say your contemporary, I interviewed her and it was at the height of Donald Trump being in power. And she yeah. said, I want Donald Trump to be strapped down and have to watch women give birth for 24 hours in a row. Just watch these women, what they go through and these yeah. how these lives enter the world just to somehow develop empathy within yeah. his fucking brain. Trump doesn't seem like the kind of guy that was present when his kids were born. No. That's that's pure speculation, by the way, but yeah, yeah. doesn't seem like his style. No. You know, I, I can't imagine he would be um, at the business or the party end. Yeah. <laughs> For either of those. Snap. Yeah, yeah. I had to be at the, the head end. I still don't know what's business and what's party there, by the way, but I've had two kids and a vasectomy. Hi, everybody. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, so, yes, yeah, so this is really so. And you, the music that came to you is, is it's quite um sort of a sort of a zen-like, melancholy track as well. It's got a real, it's got a real kind of uh, wistfulness about it, this song. 
Okay. Yeah. 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 I was thinking about it today. I can't remember recording it. I did write it though. And what? I did record it uh-huh. during COVID at some point. Is that because of times the flat circle and we've all got the brain fog? I, of, yeah, of the perhaps. Last I don't know if it's because I've had COVID and now my memory is not so good mm-hmm. or if it is just because I'm haggard and weary from being in a pandemic you for a haggard, couple kiddo. of years. Thanks, we're all, babe. We're all, we're all getting through. Ah. <laughs> um, here you go. Oh, it's a be- just a beautiful image you paint of politicians like without the you know the hilarity of the the naked you know holding hands part like actually being forced to connect with the world outside of their little bubble i feel like it would do politicians a world of good if they went and did like vipassana for a week Mm. or just went and just like were just silent for a hot second and just had a chance to actually be one with their own thoughts for a second and actually process them without just regurgitating them as quickly as possible. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, maybe they need to do some like physical activity. I don't know, digging yeah. holes outside. Go some pick some of... fruit like the um, yes. tourist visa people have to yes. do. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's a very very good idea. Yeah. Um what do you do Jesse? You you're a musician. Um how do you make it a money uh on the side to make it a money to 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 live and to exist and all that kind of stuff? Well, before COVID, I was pretty much all right to just do shows and yeah. have syncs and, yep. uh, you know, like a lot of it came from touring. Yep. And during 2020, 2021, 2020, I was fortunate to do some stuff online, yep. like music things online. And then I had a stint at teaching full time last year for teaching, six months. Teaching what? Steiner teaching. My background is as a Steiner oh, teacher. Both, you kids, both my yeah. yeah, we've got South. the Steiner, Steiner connection. Kids in the house. Yes, yeah. all of the high school students the other day they heard. They were all like, "Yeah, we really? heard you on the radio, Jess." Amazing. They were like, "You with me?" I got all these like, "Yeah." People are still talking to about it. To be fair, when I was in primary school and if I heard somebody rep Eurythmy and Steiner Education on the radio, I'd probably have a pretty similar reaction. Okay. Because yeah. right. when, you're, when, you're, when you're in that, you know, grade three, grade four, you think you, think you start to realise that not all kids have the same sort of experience as you at school. Mm. I think that's around the time that I started to notice mm. that. Not many people, uh, yeah. Just to... Uh, just to hear somebody shout it out on the radio, that would have been that would have been cool. Yes. I did I did love my time at Steiner though. Did you did you wear little white slippers and silk um, coloured gowns when you did your rhythm? Oh yeah, and for the Maypole celebrations, of course. Oh, yes. Steiner's strangely What's your rhythm, my friends. Uh your rhythm. <gasps> here we go. You We've got love a love rhythm. It's I'm here to learn. I think the best way to describe it is very uh, Almost like structured interpreted da- interpretive dance. Mm-hmm. You're almost like spelling out words of poetry with your body. There are certain movements for certain letters of the alphabet yes. that you sort of you move in and out of a circle. Um, it's very pagan. There's something kind yeah, of uh, ritualistic about it. Um, I went to I, a Catholic school, so that, you know, it's, it's, there's, there's parallels with that. Like, yeah, the things I did at Catholic school. I can't say I truly understood it at the time, but I think I understand it a little bit more. But you're a you're a trained up Steiner yeah, teacher. You have probably teacher, have a so, better perspective so of the, it than me. Eurythmy is, uh, it's like speech letters through movement and gestures. So mm. Mikey is mmm, and so mm. the sound for M is moving what, your hands. Yes, moving your hands like back and forth, and then you have. Mike key so the mm. k 
is like the cutting sound of the... And the crossing of your arms. Yes, the crossing of your arms. You're so good. I remember the T is putting both of your hands in a pointy formation on the top of your head onto the crown of your head and then moving them yeah. around. Kind of like that that comedian that you reference who does like the circle thing. Sam Campbell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you look at Sam Campbell at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival doing the circle with the monkeys thing, that's yep. a good visual representation we'll as put to that in the notes. what Eurythmy so looks cool. like. So when I was younger and I would get uh, go to festivals and, you know, dance all night i would end up doing eurythmy moves usually the zodiac <laughs> signs yeah and teaching I'll, I'll people show as well you. no never, never. No, I, never. <laughs> I just did it just for me it would just yeah come out of me steiner teacher parties get lit yeah baby i can imagine <laughs> i had some real loopy teachers when i was in primary school and i reckon they all hung out on the weekend oh and did some yeah stuff they for did sure. they were at the shroom, doof party shroom, shroom. out in the bush let me hear That's you say yeah hey, they, all, they all smoked weed for sure yeah Unreal. And so, so you did some Steiner stuff, Steiner stuff for a bit. Whereabouts was this? That was out of town. I don't. Want... It's okay. You have to tell. You know, tell us. You know, we're not going to bleed. Cover. We're not <laughs> going to be like Montessori or Steiner. Which is it, bro? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. And you enjoyed that experience. So, um, just be honest with us. No, I, I had to stop. Mm-hmm. I went down to the beach and thought, I think I'm going to drop out of society. I was like, you know what? I might move down to Port Campbell and just completely drop out of society and I Mm. felt so down and out about the state of the world Mm -hmm. that I thought maybe I'll just go and live at the beach and just be there Mm. and not do anything ever again. Mm. I booked into a hotel and I had my guitar and I looked at my bank account and I thought I can probably um, stay here for six months and I won't tell anyone that I'm here and I'll just stay at this hotel. Mm. The lady at reception's quite nice. I can go to the fish and chip shop. I'll just stay here with my guitar and mm. I won't call my parents until I've made an album and I'll tell them that I've, you know, that I've dropped out and I'm I'm not teaching anymore. Anyway. Sounds like a running away from home fantasy. It was. But, yeah. I yeah, I did run away from home and then, you know, I eventually... How long were you in the hotel for? Uh, maybe a few days and then I ended up... Um, just sending a grown-up email mm. saying, you know, I'm done. Thank you for having me. Yes. Yep. Yep. Yeah. You had to, uh, you had to go through that that thought process as well, and sort of work through those things to get to that point. You yeah. Know? Like honestly, it's, th- it's thrown all of us out in the last few years. Yeah. I think Milo, you've been super lucky, obviously, to have the breakfast bed to, to come to. Yes, um, I was lucky to be running for the age. You know, doing stories. <laughs> I guess ironically about artists in the time of COVID. Yeah. <laughs> so I was making money about getting just enough JobKeeper, and then you know some stories for the, for the age, which did a nice little puff piece on me during that period as well. Indeed, you and and, and PBS. Um. So yeah. Oh man, it's it's been a heckus time. What a luck about your career jess i remember seeing you play at fed square probably a decade ago oh, no. and you know it was part of the amp award i think nomination and i kind of guessed that you'd written a song about this ex-boyfriend some somewhere up in nt maybe oh, yes. <laughs> and oh, I, was yes. like, and I just sort of speculated you're like how did you know like kind of tell through your lyrics so from the artist you were then how do you view your sort of your sort of journey and your and your evolution and um what are the sort of the things along the way that have pushed you more towards, I guess, a sort of a Mick Harvey sound and, you know, obviously your sound, but from where you were with the Bone Collectors to, to sort of where you are now, um, yeah, what are, what are the things that kind of along the way that have made you into who, I am. Into, into, into who you are? The ute, babe. It's yeah. all about the ute. <laughs> Just it's all about driving from the top end down to Melbourne. It's mm. all, it, I think it's That's been, a long fucking journey. It's a long fucking journey. How, how far are we talking? I don't know. Did it in 10 days and that was a fast trip, I think. Wow. Um, yeah, yeah. That's, that was to like us. get to a festival, made it on time. Uh, yeah, I think that the environment kind of has an effect on 
the music mm. because I'm a bit of a sponge. So mm-hmm. the sound probably changes depending on where I am. Would you say this is one of the most inspirational places you've been? This with is a- just <laughs> outstanding. Imagine the, the, the music cool music I'd make in here. Yeah. With the whirring of this and, yes. and absolutely no art on the on the walls. We'll get there. Industrial. It's early days. Yeah. 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 Very good. So that's always had an impact. Mm-hmm. And what are you working on now? What I'm working on now is uh, finishing a body of work that I started last year in lockdown, but I mm-hmm. did it down at the beach because mm-hmm. I ran away from Melbourne at the start of last year. Mm-hmm. I moved out to Castlemaine mm-hmm. and, you know, went on big walks and uh, you could – you know, I, I just felt quite mad, mm. thought I could speak to the al- uh, to the albums, to the animals. Yep. Um, out at the Grampians, yep. I was pretty you sure. Can, you can speak to the animals. Yeah. Thank you. They yes. might not reply in the traditional no, they did. They the did. traditional human sense, yes. but there's, there's some yeah. back and forth there. I was pretty sure, sh- yeah, so we can speak to them, but do they speak to us? But I thought that I was, ha- you know, like. Were you high? No. Good. Yeah, I wasn't. This yeah. is the thing. I'll tell you I mean, yeah, when I when I had my vision about the the naked politicians, mm. it all sounds a bit psychedelic. Yeah. Uh, but it was totally sober. I think there's enough inside you and your, you know, that's Portuguese, what I, Chinese, like all this, all this background, all it's your. It's all a little of, yeah. bit psychedelic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's all a little bit trippy. Very so. cool. Hey, do you want to hang around and do a little bonus episode with us about uh, the music that hit different for you over sure. the years? Yeah. Awesome. Well, we're going to do that. Um, to recap, friends, we've talked about uh, those lovely people at Gogo. We moved into um, those lovely people at McDonald's. We moved into talking about Kid Leroy and his endorsements with McDonald's and sort of on a general level, you know, the people that have, that have done well. Uh, Sinks, everybody, please get around Jess and uh, find one of her songs that suits your brand. Why not? Do it. And also we've talked about Jess Rivera's career. Please stream her stuff. Get onto Bandcamp. Get around her. Thank you for joining us, Milo. Pleasure. Thank you for joining us, Jess. Thank you. Thank you for joining us, Mikey. Stop it. And see you in a second for the bonus episode. Thank mm-hmm. you.